Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hello and welcome to this episode of That's What She Said. I have missed you and so I'm going to play a little bit. Um, Do you listen to Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast? He's a stand-up comedian that does a podcast every Monday and I'm always amazed by how much time is spent um, with him like looking things up online or like following rabbit holes or just generally not being prepared. (laughs) And... I realized that I'm deeply envious of that state of like, I don't have every word I'm going to say scripted out. What's that like? And I also want to um, bring start to bring the curriculum of the innermost to you in a way that is like, I can tell you exactly what we're going to do and it will in no way spoil what happens when you come to the innermost um, because it's, they, there are concepts that provide a, a sort of infinite amount of depth, and that's that's where we're going. So there's no danger in, if I just tell you these two key things, it doesn't matter. You can have these two key things. You can listen to me. You can take it all in. And when you come to the innermost, you will still be working on these two key things if you find the right things. Um, one of my heroes, I guess is, is the right word is Mr. Rogers, uh, Fred Rogers, who, if you're not from the United States was a man who, uh, really specialized in, um, early childhood education and in getting kids, the, the fundamentals of being a good human, um, to them via a daily TV show from, I believe it was the 1950s until the Again, I'm not sure of the date, but like early 2000s, a big span of time, decades and decades and decades and decades. And as I'm studying his work from an educational perspective, because he was obsessed with education and with getting educators on board and with continuously learning new educational methods, one of his most fundamental things that he did with kids was that there was, he came up with this grid called simple interactions and it was just four actions that he took every single time he was in the presence of a child and trying to teach them something that would result in fantastic results. So to, so there's this magic of taking 50 years of doing a thing and being able to refine it into 
this little PDF that's just not very impressive when I download it, right? But that is like, wow, the condensation of 50 years into these four very easily explained concepts that any child would understand is so beautiful to me. And one of his quotes um, is about that we need the simple and the essential far more than the complicated, that we, we need these basic, 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 basic things. And I feel that so deeply because in, I guess it's about 12 years, maybe 13. That was what you heard. The pause was like, how many years exactly? In the many, 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 many years of trying to help people navigate owning a business, it often comes down to just a few words and concepts that make all the difference in the world. And I'm going to tell you those so that I, you don't think that I'm trying to fucking Tony Robbins you, just give me $300,000 and then I will reveal the secrets of the universe. But I will tell you that these, what I'm talking about is not something that has happened quickly and it's not something that's just like, well, I needed to write a blog post for today. So I went ahead and did this. It's, the concepts and the framework and the ways and things that I'm presenting at the innermost, which is a live event, November 5th through the 7th in Asbury Park, New Jersey for women who are ready to ungood girl their businesses, to clear the bullshit that conditioning cause when you have a vagina at birth, um, to clear that the, there's a, a joy in the curriculum in that I'm really doing my best to get it down to the most simple things seemingly possible. If you see a curriculum outline and go, wow, that's it. Yes, that's exactly it. Because I'm not trying to give you 97 hours of lectures, 33 assignments, 52 extra activities, 27 optional activities, and 743 hours of downloads. That's not what you need. Every single woman that I've talked to that owns a business in the course of years and years and years and years of saying, tell me your secrets, tell me what you don't want to tell me, tell me about more things you don't want to tell me, of going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into the psyche of what it is to own a business, the simpler the concept, the more likely it is to land and the more likely it is to be of service. And if you're like, that's not possible. Think about the points on a compass, like north, south, east, west. And you can make them infinitely, infinitely more complicated from there, right? You can get a latitude and longitude down to like the, you know, 18 points if you want. But ultimately, are you headed north, south, east, or west? Navigation needs to be simple. And navigation needs to apply no matter where you are and no matter what else is happening. Did AI just take your job? This applies. Did you just get a big raise? This applies. Do you have big plans and you want to have a vision? This applies. When I find concepts that apply almost no matter what, when I can't think of any exceptions to when this doesn't apply, that's when I get excited about curriculum. And the thing that's hard here, I'm just going to go, this is full Bill Burr. I'm just giving you a full insight into me. The thing that's hard here is that the deeper the, the place that the curriculum comes from, the more sorting that has to happen before I get to a concept, 
the less chatter I have available to me. And by chatter, I mean, it's not that I don't love talking and it's not that I don't want to show up on Instagram. It's that the more I show up on Instagram, the fewer words I have to do this particular deep, 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 deep work. There's something else in my psyche that is sorting and sifting all the time that I have to trust. It's hard to trust that. And it's harder to trust that if there's social media involved. So I will have periods of being very close to my work, periods of being further away. But ultimately, what I'm realizing is that it's always running. It's always running. It's always sorting. It's always trying to get to the thing behind the thing, because the valuable things are behind the other things. (laughs) That what I want more than anything is in these coming years, which look to be a general shit show. Um, <laughs> all evidence points to shit show. How do you navigate shit show reliably? And how do you do it in a way that isn't internalizing someone else's bullshit or someone else's nonsense, or someone else's 15-step system, or someone else's cult-like following or status, someone else's guru complex. I don't want that. Um, One of the hardest things about being in business and wanting to teach people anything at all is that there's this enormous amount of ego required where I should want and there's a there's a clue should want to have millions of followers i should want to be famous i should want to be in movies i should want to be on netflix i should i don't want that shit what i want is for every person that listens to my words to be served by them in a way that helps at the deepest levels when you are all alone when you have no guidance who do you turn to you can turn to faith and faith-based guru-based systems that can be helpful, but in business, we don't have a business religion. So who do you turn to? Well, you turn to the people that have made the most money. Wrong. Elon Musk cannot teach you what I can teach you. Because you just start out with a lot of money and then you just keep going and then you just fritter it away and then you're just an asshole. And then you just wreck things and then you're more of an asshole. Like the Elon Musk way, Elon Musk has nothing to teach you about navigating. Watch the way that he took over Twitter and then burned it to the fucking ground. That's not a good model. So in the innermost, which is this deep desire that I have to get a hundred women in a room to tell the truth, to talk about everything that is taboo, because once we agree that we're going to talk about the taboo, it's suddenly not as scary and it's quite delightful. I remember taking up swearing when I was in fifth grade, like, I'm ready now, I can do this, and how delightful it was to just roll swear words around on my tongue. It was delightful because I decided it was time. And the innermost is in some way deciding it is time to talk about all these things that we otherwise don't talk about and all these things that we otherwise avoid because, not just for the fun of it, but because they are harming you. It is, there is active harm being done by conditioning that's actually not that hard to undo, but you have to know where to look. It's like if you want to let the animals out of the barn, but the barn happens to be invisible, you have to do a lot of work to find the door to open to let the animals out of the barn. A lot of what we're working with has been made invisible on purpose because if it's invisible, it's much harder to fight. 
So I want to make some things visible and I want to do it in a way that first dismisses shame and guilt. So if any part of you listens to this and is like, I'm so ashamed that I do this. I'm so guilty that I do this. No, no. Being guilty that, that you have these qualities, being guilty that this has happened to you, being guilty or shameful that this applies to you. No. Um, at this point, if you were raised as a female and experienced female conditioning, you have these things and being ashamed of them is like being ashamed of breathing. It just doesn't do any good. It's a waste of energy. So in the interest of conserving your energy, just imagine that there's like, like a, a golden line between you and me and there's a circle around us that just does not allow shame or guilt to enter. Just for, this, for the length of the time that I'm talking, that we're together, shame and guilt are just not welcome because they block so much that needs to be seen and that needs to be said. So let's begin there. No shame, no guilt. And then as the chaoses of the world come into you and fuck with you and send their waves through you and do their job, which is this, you know, cause change, send you off course. There are two things that you kind of have to know at all times or kind of have to be aware of at all times to be able to navigate your business successfully. And what I mean by successfully is that you, you navigate with enough time, money, and energy involved. You are not a depleted servant to the entire world who also happens to have a business that makes money. To me, that's not success because you're fucking miserable. So at any point where your business is just pure misery, I don't care how much money you're making because that, that misery is going to eat away at that feeling of satisfaction. So two things, if you imagine, and this is not new, I have just like many of the programs that I've done over the years in person have been called steer your ship, that your business is a ship. It needs to be steered. Otherwise bad things happen. There's a rudder here and I want to make it really clear of how we can navigate with this rudder. And it's really, really simple. The first part of it is just knowing what you have. It's acknowledging what you already have. And here's where that falls down. One, good girls are unclear about what they have and they tend to underestimate it and they tend to say that it's not actually theirs. So good girls are not allowed to claim any kind of physical, mental, financial, energetic, spiritual, emotional achievements. You're just not allowed. So you can't have an honest inventory of your resources until you can say, this is what I have. This is what I've done. This is what makes this moment okay. This is what makes it okay to move forward. So the ability to clearly own your own physical, mental, energetic, financial, spiritual, emotional achievements is really important Because you need to have the ability to categorize your resources as things that you have. And if you don't, if you don't acknowledge that you have a four-year degree or a master's degree or a PhD, it's eroding your legitimacy. It's giving you less ground to stand on than you would if you said, yeah, I have 17 PhDs actually. 
same thing for talents like speaking languages, it's like resume things. Like I can do this and I can do this. I can work a dark room. I can fly a plane. I can't fly a plane. I can't run a dark room. But those things that would appear on your resume that could be considered bragging, yes, we write those all down. So if you want to have a revolutionary day, get a piece of paper, write have on one side and draw a line down the center and write the things that you actually have. You have money in the bank. You have life insurance. You have health insurance. You have a degree. You have customers. You have past customers. You have a social media following. You have an email following. You have really strong relationships with list some people. You have a podcast. You have other projects you're working on. You have talents. Like, you can run a mile in seven minutes. You have gifts. You really do have gifts that are, that are just you. You have superpowers. The clearer you are with what you have, and the more that you can sink into the fact that you are equipped to do this thing that we call life and to have this thing that we call a business, the better off you will be. And if that sounds remedial or silly or like, yeah, I'll just do that in my head. Here's the thing that happens. When women get together in a room and are willing to admit what they have, it's actually quite a bit. Maybe you have an inheritance that's just money that's sitting there. Maybe you have an enormous 401k. Maybe you own a company with 22 employees. Maybe you have access to a really famous person or persons. Maybe your family is really, really helpful in terms of guiding you and giving you resources for next steps in your business. Rather than being ashamed of those because you're not doing something all by yourself, we want to take those into account. You have those things. You have a brother that knows how to fix motorcycles and you have a broken motorcycle. <laughs> you can pair those resources quite nicely when you admit that you have both. So good girls cannot inventory their resources accurately. It will generally be diminished. It will generally be forgotten. And it will generally be like, well, I do have a degree, but I did get it a number of years ago. So does it still count? Or yes, I did this or I won this award, but that was a while ago or it wasn't that big of a deal or someone else applied or nominated me or rather than finding excuses for all the reasons that you don't deserve what you already have or that you don't have the ability to use what you already have. You just have a clear understanding of what you actually have. It would be like if you have a campsite and you need to move from point A to point B, it's a good idea to know what you have at campsite A before you attempt to move things to campsite B so that you know what your resources are and you know how to delineate them and you know how to move to another campsite. So the first part of being able to navigate really, really clearly of that rudder of your ship is acknowledging what you already have. If you want to throw gratitude in there, great. If you want to throw no gratitude in there, I don't care. Just acknowledge that you have these things and don't pretend that you don't have them. Because let's say, for example, there's a woman who has um, a PhD and a really great 401k and a few thousand people following her on Instagram. And she fully accepts that she has all of those things. Now, 
We can leverage them to go places. We can talk directly to an audience versus someone who has those same qualities but can't acknowledge that those things already are hers, then that person is going to be very hesitant to communicate with their list, very hesitant to use the resources that being an alumni of a, of a university and having a PhD would allow. Very hesitant to do the work of connecting the dots, connecting the resources, and then using the resources. Because if you don't acknowledge that you have the resource, you might as well not have it. If you have $72 million in the bank, but you pretend you don't every single day of your life, what is the difference between having it and not having it? I don't really know. Because it can't be put to any good if it's just on an island over there and you don't have it. You don't possess it. You just sort of have like a bank statement that arrives. It's only when you have it that you can use it and, and move it and shape it and do cool shit with it. So when you have that sort of crystal clear knowledge of and gratitude for what is had, that's fantastic. That's, that's, that's further than good girls are allowed to go because you're just acknowledging these are things I have. These are the resources that are available to me. And it's fucking amazing to be here. The other side is what you want. And again, that sounds really, really simple. But if your good girl conditioning is fully intact, you have no idea of what you want. The number of women that when we start business coaching, they don't know what they want. They were, so a lot of it comes down to women being told like you would be really good at this. So they start doing a thing or, um, you, you should do this thing or like I bought you this so that you would start a business. So there's sort of a coercive element to having the business and then they keep running it and they, and then it comes down to, well, what I want is just more money. But if you don't actually want your business, it doesn't matter how much money is involved in it. It really doesn't. It really, really doesn't. I would be a terrible realtor. I could make $74 million a year as a realtor. I would be a terrible realtor. I do not want to be a realtor. Realtors have to be available basically 24-7 to talk to strangers about paperwork. Shoot me. That's not what I fucking want. But if I had no idea of what I want and I happen to be really good at real estate photography and I have friends that are realtors and there's a position open and it's, you know, the class is not that long to become a realtor. And then, well, there's this opening and then like the market's really hot right now. And then it's sort of one thing begets another begets another. And then I end up in this place that I don't want to be because I never took the time to say, hey, I don't actually want that thing. So again, no guilt, no shame. The number of women that I've talked to that have businesses that don't actually want businesses or that don't want businesses in the current iteration that they have is very high. So what do you want? Now, in most cases, as an entrepreneur, what you want is some kind of freedom, financial freedom, time freedom, money freedom, um, energetic freedom, the ability to do whatever you want freedom, bringing your gifts to the world freedom. For me and for the people that I tend to attract, there's some element of freedom there. 
but get really specific about it. The freedom to take off Saturdays, the freedom to take off three weeks a year at random, the freedom to never have a set work schedule, the freedom to never talk to clients, the freedom to only talk to clients on Monday. There is an infinite number of things that you can want within a business. And the more specific you can be, the more likely you are to A, get that thing that you want, and B, not be dissatisfied when you get there. Because more money is a place you can never get. There's always an, inf- there's an infinite amount of more that you can want. But if you can put a number to the thing that you want, it's much, much easier to work backwards from and to put your arms around and to see what it actually is that you want. So anywhere that vision is invited to the game, the vision of what you want is invited to the game, you are breaking good girl conditioning. Anytime that you, as a human who experienced conditioning meant for females, wants something, you are winning. When you can apply it to your business, you're winning even more. And it's okay, this is so important, it's okay if the things that you want, you haven't seen before, or you're not quite convinced that they exist, or you don't know exactly how you would bring it to fruition, that doesn't mean you don't want it. It just means that you don't know exactly how you might get there. There's a world of difference between those things. So allow yourself to be unrealistic. You can want a garden on the moon. You can want a fleet of vehicles that change color based on their environment. You can want a business that never emits carbon for any reason ever. You can want whatever you want. The, the vital quality that gets killed by good girl conditioning is wanting. So a good girl, a true good girl, and like, God bless Marie, she taught me so much. A true good girl has no capacity for having what she actually has. Because it's somehow not hers. She was lucky to get it. She didn't earn it. She, um, she doesn't really have it. Or it's no big deal. Like, she can speak 12 languages, but it's no big deal. Please don't, please don't make her put that on a list of things that she has, the ability to, to speak 12 languages. And again, a true good girl will not be able to tell you what she wants. The shadow side of this is she'll be able to say what she doesn't want. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. What do you want? If you don't have an answer to that question, it is extremely hard to navigate a business and it's extremely hard to lead others in any capacity through that business because you don't actually know what you want. Another caveat here, the size of what you want is completely and totally fantastic. I've sat with women that want to have quite small businesses that fit into this portion of their lives that's available to them, that they have the time to do X And so they want something that fits into that that hole that's shaped like six hours a week and I make this thing and it sells really well. And I have met women that want to be billionaires. (laughs) Not everyone wants the same thing, but your ability to own what you want is inherently beautiful and is inherently valuable. So how to navigate having a business, no matter what, no matter what, no matter what. AI is taking our jobs tomorrow. (laughs) The bots are here. Our politicians start marrying their AI chat bots. Who knows what's going to happen? But 
But in order to navigate, it's helpful and it's never going to harm you to have a great understanding of your resources, your talents, your achievements, your abilities, your partnerships, your relationships, your strategies, your teachings, your instruction, the things that you have learned, the places you have gone, the energies you have cultivated. Be not humble when it comes to writing those down and really owning what you have. Because often things will appear that will be like, oh, oh my God, I could just call Charlie. So a problem, any problem that comes in and you have a very clear idea of what you have, it's easier to match this question, this problem, this scenario to one of your resources than if your resources are listed exactly nowhere and energetically you don't fully own them. And then this place of wanting is holy, sacred ground because what you want is important and if what you want is not something that you see everywhere is not something that you've seen modeled is not a 12-part program that can easily come from Gary V's latest blah blah bullshit great don't invalidate that wanting just because you don't have examples of it just because it would be new just because it would be different or just because only you seem to want that thing Hold firm in your having. Hold firm in exactly what you know, what you have, what you've done, what you will do. And hold firm in your wanting. I know. I know that everybody's putting classes on Zoom, teaching shit on Teachable, putting shit on Skillshare, hoping to make 12 cents for teaching a class. And what I want is to put people in a room where transformation can occur easily without shame without guilt without our phones that we make this sacred space a way to make some real progress with regards to undoing this conditioning that is largely invisible it doesn't matter if someone else wants that for me i want it it is my heart's desire and it has been for over a year to make this thing called the innermost happen And it is my desire that pushes the entire thing forward. The innermost did not come from doing a worksheet that would best suggest how to make the most money from making an event happen. The innermost came from my innermost desire to help women navigate this bullshit. And from realizing that what I have in my possession is top secret backstage heart heart of hearts holiest of holies information about what it's like to be a woman navigating the operation of a business and it's hard and here's a way to make it less hard i promise to use this like a rudder what do you have what do you want the want will keep you moving forward The have will ground you in the fact that it's not hopeless. It's not like you have three crackers (laughs) and some Burning Man tickets and you want to be a billionaire. You have more than that. An honest accounting of what you have will do wonders for your psyche. So if I may be so bold, that is how you navigate having a business. We're going to talk a bunch about navigation at 
the innermost, but this is where it begins. These are both taboo. A woman that has achievements is taboo. A woman that wants things is taboo. Because you should, the whole of society is like, you get what you get and you'll be grateful. So at the most basic level, we are already beginning to explore the taboos. Have and want. Have and want. There's a solidity to having. There's a longing to wanting that keeps you moving forward. And you move in the direction of what you want. And you rest firm in what you have. And you go back and forth between those two things as necessary. It really is that simple and that complicated. And again, one more time, good girls are unclear about both. The conditioning is meant to make you unclear about both. It's meant to take away your ability to hold what you have and to acknowledge it. And it's meant to take away your ability to navigate desire at all. Because desire is taboo. So if you have any questions about this or you want to send me your have and want worksheets, I'm very happy to see them. It's just the words have on one side, want on the other, line down the middle, go to town. Uh, you can email me k at kristenkelp.com with any comments and also any questions about the innermost, which you can find at innermost.live. I-N-N-E-R-M-O-S-T dot L-I-V-E. November 5th through 7th, Asbury Park, New Jersey. Come play. Let's learn to navigate so much of this bullshit and we will remove so much frustration so quickly. You will be amazed, amazed by it. May you know exactly what you have and may you be able to claim it fully every talent every power every resource every asset every achievement every gift may you just be able to be rock solid in the having and may you know exactly what it is that you want in your business may you have a clear vision for where you would like to go may you invite yourself into moving toward that desire with so much love and clarity that you can't help but get there. May you feel that you have better control of navigating this thing called being in business as a result of being able to navigate with these two points, the having and the wanting. May you create a deep space of legitimacy within yourself as you take on this practice. May you be able to see good girl conditioning for the bullshit that it is from larger and larger distances, from further and further away. And may you take a look at the innermost and please come hang with me at innermost.live this November. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. 
the antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself, while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine while quietly or not so quietly scream sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format, one gathering a month on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills that we will need in November now. And we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at jointheantidote.com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.